Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Just cast it from your computer. Okay, Bo, that's why I haven't watched a lot of lift. Well, what if I told you they just made it easier? Mm-hmm. It's now going to be airing. They just reached a multi-year deal with the CW Network. I just don't know, Bo. I mean, you're saying CW. Mm, but hold on a second. I don't know. Hold on a second. I don't know. I have to turn CW's it. not like Carl. CBS, NBC, ABC. Yeah, it's but not. it's a, no. If it, if you is Dawson's Creek still on? <laughs> <laughs> and then have to go find my PGA. It's Radio 92.9 The Game. Apparently, uh, a lot of uh, family feud with Steve Harvey is going to be preempted on your Saturdays and Sundays if they get this uh, live deal on CW that Bo was talking about. That's the the evil golf league. Yeah, I just, ah, like I said, you know, I don't know, Bo. I'm not watching it now. I don't know if I'm going to watch it on the CW. Mm. Come on. Can we all just be friends, get together, and do what we used to do so I can watch a good tournament on the weekends every now and then? No, greed got in the way. Greed? Got in the way. Yes, greed is not good, to paraphrase Gordon Gecko in this case. <laughs> Although the guys in the PGA didn't get more loot because you basically you put a gun to their head via Live Golf to get those guys more money guaranteed for their brand. Uh, anyways, that's the deal. Uh, it is a, a Bo mentioned this. Liv's probably paying CW, right? They're, it's not like CW's like, all right, we got a hundred million we want to give you guys to carry this golf. Yeah. Hey, real quick, while you were cutting some commercials, not to go behind the uh, curtain here into yeah. the 92 the game during the commercial break. I got a, a tweet from a listener who sent this to me, and I just retweeted it. Uh, DeJounte Murray on a podcast. It's at Show Basketball. And, uh, man, is this interesting. He talks about coming up in San Antonio, being yep. drafted, yep. and basically being treated like crap by Mano Ginobili and Tony Parker and the organization thinking he was some kind of a street 
doofus or something and he not was a and not the hard working dude that he was. It's really interesting. I'll let Chris get a listen because there's a bit of cussing in it. We've got to clean some of it up. Okay. But there's some really interesting stuff. It's at Mike Bell ATL. Take a look. It's interesting what he had to deal with his first few years. Talking about drama and we perceive the drama here yeah. behind the scenes with the Hawks. Yeah, and here's the deal. It's different when you're in a championship organization and you have old heads like that who are still around and you come into the organization. It didn't matter who you – Kawhi went through this. It didn't matter who you were. Mm. You were going to abide by the rules that have, have been laid out already, and there was nothing you could do about it. And I'm not saying that, you know, again, I don't know about the mistreatment, but, Mike, that's part of what was going on with San Antonio. And then those guys retired, and now it's like, well, what do we have? Yeah, you he know? does. He does talk about when Pop sits him down and tells Tony Parker that the kid is going to be starting at guard. It's pretty interesting. Well, listen, the, the times change, and sometimes guys can't handle it. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, lots of response to the Munkin stuff that we talked about. Do not be surprised, dog fans, that, that teams are interested in Todd Munkin. I mean, it's just kind of what it is. It's This is the nature mm-hmm. of it. But, you know, people were saying, he'd be crazy to leave Georgia. I'm not saying he's leaving Georgia. I'm saying that you always listen if you're interested. My thing is, I just don't think he's interested in going back to the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean, well, not there. I mean, you know, we, we can argue that, you know, what, what is the average offensive coordinator in the NFL make? It varies from team to team. Younger guys certainly making less. They're cutting their teeth. Guys that are, you know, have got the juice. But I, I could argue that you could make more money you guys are making eight hundred fifty thousand to a million as OCs in the NFL. Yeah. Unless the the Bucks were going to double your salary. First off, Bowles, if you don't do anything, he's going to get fired next year. They've already cleaned out the staff, and you're going to be either using Trask, Kyle Trask, or you're going to go get somebody else, or you're going to bring in an aging veteran. Why would you leave Georgia for that, knowing what you've got there? To your point, and the and you're one of the highest paid assistants in America. Mm. All right, we'll see where that goes. That's just a developing mm. story. We'll see if anything comes of it. I do not believe it will, but. Again, we'll see where time And by the is. way, where do these stories come from? Sometimes teams put them out there to get some buzz. Sometimes it's a, it's it's just the media. Well, it's a hot yeah. commodity, though. But he, you got to understand, his name is going to be linked to I, – I just assume he'd be linked to head coaching jobs in college. Yeah. Well, again, that's a lateral move, though, Mike. I mean, again, why if I want to go coach – let's just say USC. It's not going to happen because Lincoln Riley's calling plays. But if I want to go there – why would I leave Georgia when I'm making as much money as I am here and I have the latitude to mm-hmm. kind of do what I want? You know, I think Todd listens to this show, Mike. In fact, I know he does. Because when we said we need to throw it around the yard more, and then he has the press conference saying there's nothing more that I want to do than throw it around the yard, but we've got to be balanced. I love I love his uh, his honesty and the way he talked. Like, if I screw this up, you know, I'm going to get fired. I love what he talked about the offensive production. Hey, one last dog note while we're talking about it. Uh, Connor Riley, our buddy from Dog Nation, uh, news out there that uh, Arik Gilbert is going to Nebraska. So it was kind of a star-crossed career for him first at LSU, then here at Georgia. Now he's going to go play for Matt Rule out in Lincoln with the Cornhuskers. Okay. Well, listen, we wish the kid nothing but the best, man. He's an Atlanta kid, local kid from Marietta. Didn't work at Georgia. Uh, we've seen guys move on, and it works out, and, and maybe one day we'll be talking about a Reed Gilbert in the pros. We will see. Either way, good luck to him. All right, we want you to follow us. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C Dukes, the radio show, Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow this radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on, guys, as there is a lot of news. And when the Falcons do hire or decide to make the decision on the defensive coordinator, you're going to hear it here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at 92.9 The Game. Make sure you are there. All right, um, coming up, we're going to talk more about our Hawks. Big win last night. Uh, Chris just told me Knicks are coming in here a little banged up. Now, doesn't mean anything because you still have to go play the game, but the the Knicks are going to be without their starting center, Mitchell Robinson. 
out three weeks, mm. thumb injury, a little depleted. I don't feel sorry for anybody because nobody felt sorry for us, Mike. We were going through all of our injury stuff. Right. We got healthy again. We will see how that plays out tomorrow. But listen, hey. we should handle the Knicks. Yeah, we lost DeAndre Hunter thanks to the Knicks mugging them, right? We had a lot of you guys get banged up in the playoffs That's two right. years ago. So screw that noise. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, Chris, let's get to the top three. It's time for the top three at six. Top three at six. Now let's see what we have here. Hawks, man. Hawks. Jason Kidd, as Mike said, <laughs> thought his team didn't play any defense. This is how he described what happened last night in the game. You got to keep asking or demanding for those guys to play defense. It's not just the offensive end. And tonight, we give up 130. A team shot 57%. It's a shoot-around. You know, and in, in this case, in this league, you do that, no matter if you have Luka or Kareem or LeBron, you're going to lose. Well, I mean, maybe you should have, as a coach, said, um, I can get points, you know, in the paint. Or I can just go, chuck, chuck, chuck. I keep throwing those threes up. Luka at the end. How about a crazy stat line for Luka? 19 points in the first quarter, zero in the second quarter. Yeah, that's their offense, though, man. I mean, all those threes and how they allow Luka to play. I said this to start the show today. It reminds me of the Rockets, James Harden teams, where he's just dribble, 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 dribble. And if it's there, I'm going to shoot it. If it's not... I may pass it. He'll make a couple of good passes. Remember, everybody's like, oh, James Harden. Look at James Harden. The bigger point is it's hard to win that way in the playoffs. It really is. And last night, you saw our team rotating, playing defense. It looked and felt right. And, Mike, offensively, we were moving the ball. That looked and felt right. Trey wasn't hogging the ball like Luca last a dribble, 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 dribble. Nope. He wasn't. And then we're running guys at him. DJ's playing defense on him. He threw him off course a couple of times and just – he wasn't getting to his spots where he likes to be and shooting the ball. I just thought last night watching the Mavs, I'm like, maybe we are in a better place than the Mavericks. Yeah, I know that uh, Trey, it was it was one of those deals. How is he and DeJounte going to work? How, does this, how, how do you get into the flow? And maybe it will take all the way to the All-Star break and beyond for this evolving process. But last night, Trey played with maturity, played with poise, was unselfish, all the things we've talked about. And, again, I mean – and when we get to the playoffs, I, I want to see him take more than one three-point shot. But maybe that was again he wasn't feeling it, got in the flow of the game. It was Dejounte's, uh, you know, he was stirring the drink last night. Everybody in double figures, you know me, man. Give me more AJ Griffin. But Capella really seems to be the thing which is bringing it together. No doubt. Uh, Nate was talking about putting DJ on Luca in the second half. Listen to this. Uh, but I thought the second half, you know, we we put DJ on him. And uh, he did a good job of just staying in front of him and making him turn his back, not allowing him to face up and, uh, you know, get downhill on us. Yeah, you're never going to say we shut him down, we stopped him. I mean, you're not going to use those terms. Lucas still scored 30, but he was frustrated. He missed a ton of shots down the stretch. Remember, it was down to a six-point game. Carl, they got a lead. It was a two-possession, two threes. And then here's where Lucas is going to do his Lucas stuff, but he couldn't hit the three-point last night at all when it mattered. Yeah, I, I thought it was an excellent job. Uh, Chris was saying he pulled that audio mic that you were just talking about from the Spurs mm. or, or about DJ talking about his Spurs experience. Yeah. We're going to play it at 620. Cool. Because he's got to clean it up. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get that to you guys so you can check that out as he was on that podcast. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What else is going on in the world of sports? Well, listen, we've been talking about it all day, and that is all the coaching changes and stuff that are happening around the NFL. Now, we're going to talk more NFL coming up. I'm going to let you hear from Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, Jerry Jones as the Cowboys get ready for the 49ers here also in the next 15 minutes. But, Mike, 
What's the biggest change when you look around the NFL and you look at our division, for example? Mm. Our division, man, we have stability now. A few years ago, it's crazy how things go in cycles, right? Right. Our coach has been here. Our general manager has been here. I think if you look at the Saints, I still don't know exactly what's going to happen there because they still got to find a quarterback. We know Carolina is in limbo right now looking for a head coach. And so are the Buccaneers looking for at least a quarterback. And we don't know what other changes are going to come. They did make some changes today firing their offensive coordinator. Yeah, they moved a lot of guys off the staff. So that's generally if you guys follow football, then the assistants go. And then next year you go and you begin to wonder, Todd Bowles, you know, you're kind of like in that dead man walking kind of status. That's why I don't think it's a good spot for Munkin to go either way because you're just going to buy another house or, or move out just a year later. Then you think about Charlotte. Carolina, is Tepper really going to go after Sean Payton? He could certainly throw some crazy money at him. Uh, I don't like the idea of Sean Payton back in this division. That's that's the one thing that concerns me, those rumors that oh, came yeah. out on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this about Byron Leftwich. Wasn't he a hot commodity just a couple of seasons ago? Like, a season removed from being one of the guys that everybody thought was going to be a head coach in this league or the next head coach. And, Mike, he's fired. Well, two things. Uh, we said it. You know, you're struggling the offensive line. Uh, anybody that watched the Bucks, Tom Brady's afraid to get any kind of contact. He won't stay in the pocket, which means sometimes the routes don't get a chance to develop, so he's throwing behind guys. You miss Gronkowski. The tight ends were injured. We already talked about they went to two centers. So all that, I mean, yes, he's the scapegoat. For whatever reason, you might as well just, that's what I'm saying, they might as well just fired everybody, but they fire Byron Leftwich, who just two years ago, along with Eric Bieniemy, was the hot commodity. But let me ask you this. Because of, at the time, it was Arians, and now you're running the show and the offense went to pot, but I think you get the out because of all the things I just laid out. The injuries, Brady's not as sharp, even though he's still putting up decent numbers. Bieniemy was the guy a couple of years ago that people think that it was really Andy Reid's offense. And you made up a great point for guys who missed it. Explain how a guy who's in the same role got hired this year. Well, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, all these guys that deal with quarterbacks or are around the offense but are not necessarily the play callers, Nathaniel Hackett was really on the same level as a guy like Byron Leftwich or, for that matter, you know, um, Eric Bieniemy. But he got a head coaching job. Now, it didn't last long, but he got the shot. These guys, they didn't even get the shot. So it, it makes you, you know, kind of look at the disparity of what's going on around the league. How can we really be on the same plane? I'm doing the right. same thing for a different team in the league that you are, but I get the shot. That's the complaint from minority yeah. coaches around the league that, hey, what is it going to take? It couldn't be more obvious. Now, what is Eric Bieniemy ever going to get a shot as a head coach? Well, I got to be honest with you. Eric Bieniemy cannot do any worse than Nathaniel Hackett, who basically showed the entire NFL world and the Broncos fan base the guy had no clue what he was doing the first game against Seattle. I'm gonna, gonna, uh, gonna you know, burn some clock. I'm gonna go for a 64-yard field goal. That's how we'll do. That's how we're gonna win this game in Seattle. And the guy was completely out of his depth. So when you hear about Fritz Pollard and you hear about the Rooney Rule and you see two, three coaches. Three coaches, identical situations with with expert, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady, and the guy with Aaron Rodgers gets the gig, who happens to be white, and he's terrible. And the other guys are still looking for a gig. And unfortunately, in the meantime, because stocks fought, rise and fall, now left, which is brand, is crap. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right, man, we're coming back. We're going to let you hear this audio from DeJounte Murray, who went on a podcast talking about his journey. It's, it's really uh, perfect, the timing, to be quite honest with you, coming off this win last night. I'm high on DJ. I want him to play like this all the time. Mike, I kind of get the feel like he's been waiting on trade since when do I need to do what I did last night? 
at what point do I need to take over games? And then there are going to be games where Trey, you do Trey, right? right? If we learn and feel that balance, we're going to be pretty good. We'll let you hear it coming up next. Stay right there. What's interesting about that is <clears throat> Steven Jackson is one of the toughest dudes that I've ever known as far as playing, you know, basketball. And uh, Mike, to think that Steven – and Steven Jackson was – a guy that nobody really messed with. As a matter mm. of fact, he ended up being an enforcer on those Spurs teams yeah. that he played on that won championships because it'd be like, Steven, we need you to go in and take care of that. It's interesting to hear DeJounte talk about that, but I'm not surprised. I mean, listen, when you, when you have a culture, we don't know what makes those cultures up. I always talk about the players once the, you know, Pop was there. Once Tim Duncan takes that over, Mike, and you come in as a young player, this is how we do it. Shaq Kobe did this how we do it. It's just what it is. Eventually, you hope to have that here with our guys that whoever comes in, this is how we do it. There is no nonsense. There is none of that. But I guess he's basically saying they perceived him one way and he was completely different. And the other part of the uh, conversation, he goes in and says, look, they see me at the gym. They had to kick me out of the gym. I was putting the work in. I was doing all the things from the jump, which eventually they won them over. And then he goes on and says, Pop calls Tony Parker and says, okay, uh, DeJounte Murray's going to be the point guard. And and DeJounte was saying he was hoping that Tony was going to stick to at least work with as a mentor. He's like, get me out of here. And so he demanded a trade. Yeah, it is what it is, man. I mean, again, you you win like that. They wanted a high clip, guys, you know, for 15, 18 mm-hmm. years. You probably feel a little bit entitled. And, you know, Kawhi didn't work there. And now you see DeJounte Murray mm-hmm. saying, hey, I, I'm cool with being traded. Is the culture anachronistic and the point that we used to talk about, you just you can't treat like Bobby Knight. Yes. You can't do what Bobby Knight did anymore in, the, in college. You'd be, <laughs> you'd be 0 and, 0 and 30. I think so. I do think so. Um, I mean, look, yeah, there's got to be discipline. There's got to be rules. We get that. I don't hear guys in their car going, ah! But I'm saying, at some way, in some ways, I'm not saying it's for the better, but the players got all the power in the NBA in 2022. Yeah. Well, just think about this. If they would have kept Kawhi and DeJounte would have developed into what we now know he is, which is an all-star, right? And I don't know what their drafts and all that stuff. I don't keep up with the Spurs like that. But the, But the point is, Mike, you let two all-stars walk out of the door because of we can't get along with you. At the time, remember, the Kawhi thing was, oh, he's not injured. He should be playing. And Kawhi was like, well, I need my doctors to look at this. And it became a mess. Dude leaves and wins a championship. Right. And then wins another. He goes to Toronto. I remember everyone thought Toronto was a death sentence when he went up there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We wanted to play that. That's from All the Smoke. You can go check it out uh, where DeJounte Murray is talking about a variety of things on there about his journey and how he got here. Now, again, I, I just hope that what we saw last night in Dallas, that's going to be the uh, the template. They'll be nice when Trey's feeling it. Maybe DeJounte isn't, and Trey can do his thing. Trey's been really – his scoring's on an uptick. That was the first night where, you know, he didn't take a lot of threes, just one three-point attempt because maybe that was because of the ankle. But either way, you had all the starters in double figures. Capella might be the secret sauce. We'll talk to Steve Coonan about it tomorrow because Steve said, wait till we're healthy. He did. He did. And last night it looked it looked healthy. It looked right. Mm-hmm. Um, the next few games, Matt – excuse me, Knicks tomorrow, Hornets Saturday – all right, and then they get a little break, but then Monday they're at the Bulls and then at the Thunder Monday, Wednesday, and then the Clippers come in here the following Saturday. That's the uh, 28th. Sunday the 29th is Championship Sunday, guys. We'll carry those games. NFC, AFC Championship game. We find out who's going to the Super Bowl. Both games live right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So just kind of laying out the schedule. What I'm telling you, Mike, is this is the time to go on the run. Right. This is the time to go on the run. Handle the Knicks. Hornets, bad team, get a little rest, Bulls, Thunder, 
right? This is this is the time. And then you could argue after all our belly aching and all the soap opera stuff that got dropped in the article in the Athletic and then the subsequent article in the AJC, you could have yourself in the fifth seed, maybe by the All Star break, maybe better. And then you know, by the way, Salt Lake City for the All Star game. Ugh. Get out there and paint the town beige. <laughs> but, uh, that's, I like one of those three percent beers. But anyway, so yeah. I'll be out there in Salt Lake give me, City. Give me no duels. So now you'll be, and then perhaps this is where things take fire. I said fire Nate. Ever since said that, they've been playing really good ball. Four straight, guys. Four straight. All right. Uh, we got our game winner coming up. Also, if you're just joining us today, we do want to mention this. We've not spent a lot of time on it, but, boy, he was a, a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And every time that Mike and I got a chance to run into him or we were at the training facility or we had him on the show, we always enjoyed Antoine, Anton Walks. Um, he dies at the age of 25 in an accident in Florida, Mike. And you were kind of describing this area. Mm. It's a boating accident that happened. Former Atlanta United. Yeah, the Miami player. Herald's got the story. I've got the link up at Mike Bell ATL. Um, he, was, he apparently was, they say he was, uh, and he was in charge of the vessel. So two boats collided uh, and he loses his life. He's received treatment. He was at, it was by Miami Marine Stadium. This is off of uh, south of Fisher Island, you know, South Beach, north of Key Biscayne. It's an island called uh, Virginia Key. A lot of, lot of boats, a lot of people go there and party and have a good time. I'm not saying that was the cause of it, but mm. there's a lot of boat traffic. There's a couple of bars right there on the beach. There's a... I think it's like the Rusty Pelican is there. It's a good scene in midweek if you're out there having fun on the boat. And unfortunately, this young man who we love talking to on our show, maybe I know a lot of United fans hit us up on social media, talking to him after the games when he signed autographs for Mercedes-Benz or at the training facility, just 25 from England. He was here. He actually scored a goal the first season here at 17. Then we loaned him to a team in the U.K., came back. And then he got picked up by uh, Charlotte in the expansion draft. But, yeah, man, 25, Anton walks his whole career ahead of him. It's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. So uh, rest in peace because uh, a good soul, man, good, good mm. kid. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, also today, we, we were spending a lot of time in talking about uh, the Falcons. If you're just joining us, they did interview Brian Flores today for their defensive coordinator, uh, that news coming down, you know, literally an hour or so ago. But we know they're rotating guys in and out. This is that time of year, and we're not in the playoffs. The rules have changed. You can interview guys. So we know they're probably going to interview a few more people. But somebody asked me, Dukes, who's got the leg up on this job? I'm not sure. I mean, I think you could respect both resumes are solid. Vic Fangio. Flores, I mean, as we said, whatever Flores went through in Miami in the lawsuit, again, took a lot of balls, has nothing to do with this. He's certainly qualified to be the D.C. here. It would be interesting. I mean, Fangio's a guy that he's been around. I know we had Dean Pease. Would you want to go a little bit younger, change it up? He's 64, like he's 100 or anything, but curious to see where they're going to go. And then the other story today, the Bucks apparently, at least from a lot of reports in Tampa Bay, have earmarked Todd Munkin. As the OC and Georgia fans, Carl said, get your hands off my monkey. Get your hands off my monkey. I don't want to see that. All right, Mike, what do we got coming up for game winner? All right, I just thought of it. I literally just thought of this. So see if it works. Your favorite assistant coach. The okay. assistant coach, You maybe he was the guy that was the secret sauce. And then, of course, like any other championship team, whether it was college or pro, some other team poached him. Yeah. And it wasn't the same. Yeah. Well, for Clemson fans, it's probably Brent Venables because. Or he, Tony Elliott yeah, on the offensive he side. He was the, the, the staple there. And then he leaves to go to Oklahoma. And you saw what happened this yeah. year. But I would tell you, I'll tell you mine when we come back. Okay. I got a good one. I got one. This guy used to walk around doing more bench than anybody at Florida State. I'll oh. tell you that. It's coming up. 404-741-0929. And maybe he didn't do Jack as a head coach, but he was the assistant that was part of the championship for your squad. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And the winner is... Time to take the game winner on Dukes and Bell. Your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. Yeah, a lot of uh, talk today about assistant coaches as guys are moving around the college and coaching carousel. And, of course, Todd Munkin did an amazing job with Stetson Bennett the fourth. He wanted JT Daniels over him, but then once he plugged in, he got him two natties. And the I got to be honest, Carl, the play calling in that national championship game was unbelievable, as it was in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. And that's why the Bucks apparently are interested in Todd Munkin. Well, uh, listen. I thought he had great stock when he got here. We just we didn't know how he was going to be as far as what the passing game was going to look like. He came from a passing background. We just didn't know if Georgia coming to Georgia and what Kirby was going to say, hey, do this or don't do this. That's why we said, does he, was he handcuffed? Right. Take the handcuffs off. He was not. Guys, this offense averaged 50 points a game. Right. There were no handcuffs. He's done an amazing job. But, yeah, as far mm-hmm. as assistance, He's one of the top assistants in the country, you no know, doubt. And, and then when the story is finally told about Justin Fields, I was speaking of assistants, I always felt like Cheney didn't know what to do with him. You know what I mean? Remember we talked about Jim Cheney? He was kind of like the Sam Pittman package deal that pre- that uh, predated getting Todd Munkin in there. Again, maybe it's a bunch of smoke from Tampa, some Tampa Bay writer, but a lot of folks are running with it. Let's hope that's not the case. Again, be a lateral move, Carl. You're making $2 million plus with Georgia, maybe a little more in the envelope for the interest from the Bucks, and you stand pat, and you're going to develop either – Beck or Vandegrift or Stockton, whoever it's going to be. Seems like a better fit. Than He's a, not going anywhere. I mean, anywhere. they just fired the staff. You're going to be they're gonna, you're going to end there for one year, whoop, and you'll be right back out. He's not going anywhere. Keep right. your hands off my monkin. All right, who's your number one assistant, your favorite assistant? Uh, just and, and, and here's the reason why. I know he didn't get the credit he deserved during the run, but there was no bigger assistant than Tex Winter. Good pull. No bigger assistant. And nobody knew the about triangle. the triangle. Right. 
until after they won all those championships and everybody's like, oh, this is great. And then people are like, you didn't come up with that, Phil? No. And I think he's probably one of the all-time great assistants. That's a great pull. And he was there with the Lakers, right, to help get the, the Kobe and Shaq Absolutely. thing working. Other three other coaches couldn't make it work. All right, mine is going to be Chuck Amato. For those who don't know, Chuck Amato talks a little bit like Frank Pantangeli from Godfather 2. <laughs> he was, every team's got to have that guy. He's like the strength coach who just stuck everywhere. Linebackers played at NC State, defensive coordinator, assistant head coach under Mickey Andrews with Bobby Bowden. He was the guy that was a disciplinarian. He was the bad cop, Carl, on that team. Remember wearing those white framed Oakleys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd always wear those. I'm Chuck Amato. He always looked like he was ready to do about 100 push-ups and did a nice job getting uh, NC State's facilities up to speed. Yes, had a really did. good run with them. So anyway, Chuck Amato. Squid Billy, who's your favorite assistant coach? Oh, that's interesting. He's going to go with Ron Zook, the special teams coach, who later on took over as head coach for the Florida no, Gators. I was going to say when he was here, my, my my guy Marquand Manuel. I mean, we didn't win a championship, but Marquand mm. Manuel was my dude. I love talking to that guy after practice every day. Right. And technically, I could say Dan Quinn now because he's an assistant somewhere else. That's true. Rob Tribble's coming up at 7. He just had Jim Hannafin, who once got in trouble in the parking lot at Johnny's Hideaway. <laughs> All right, Chris, who's our first person tonight? Hey, Mark, brought you from Hey Man Ale. What do you got for your favorite assistant coach? I'm going NFL. My favorite assistant coach has got to be Buddy Ryan. Even though I didn't like the Chicago Bears, this guy was carried off the field at the end of the Super Bowl, and he likes to throw punches at coaches. How can you not <laughs> love Buddy Ryan? You're right. It's true. Buddy Ryan, one of the all-time best assistants, no doubt. And you know what? Mike, I'm trying to think out loud, like, he might have been more beloved as right. an assistant than most head coach. I'm trying to think of other assistants that were as beloved. Buddy Ryan's on there. He's got a special place. It's a good one. Hey, man, who's up next? Johnny. What's up, John boy? Hey, man, you're in the game. Hey, I'm going 2003 Syracuse basketball national champions, Mike Hopkins. Very good pool. Wow. Yes. Carmelo and company, uh, that is a good pull. Wow, you, you're taking me back. So is he like the strategy guy? Because, you know, Bayham can't do that. He's a really good assistant, man. I mean, Bayham had a – obviously, you look at Coach K. Have you seen mm. Duke basketball recently, right. by the way? Look at Coach K. Look at Bayham. They've had some great assistants over oh, the yeah. years that have helped along the way. That was the national championship team. That's a good pull, guy. I got to go with another one I just thought of. Kevin Cantwell, assistants to Bobby Kremens. Okay. Kevin was, I mean, great, great guy. You want to talk about old school stories from New York and just good guy. Who we got next? Swede, your favorite assistant coach, Swede. Hey, man, before we get to that, uh, you've been talking about death today. I have to pay honor to uh, David Crosby, who died today from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. You know what? Uh, Swede, I apologize. Cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I I was going to save that for clear your throat, but he was 81 years of age. And remember my name, yes. the documentary, I think it's on Showtime. Carl, it's one of the, even if you don't like the music, it's an unbelievable documentary. David Crosby retraces his steps, kind of talks about the things he did right, screwed things up, the, 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 everything in the bands he was in. It's an unbelievable piece. It was sad. But um, as far as assistant coach, um, you, somebody stole my glory there. I, I had to go with Buddy Ryan, but another one would be Bill Belichick. True. Hey, as an assistant, you're right. Yeah. Two Super Bowls. That's right, man. Two Super Bowls is D.C. with the Giants. Good call. Sweet. Thanks so much, man. Who's up next, Chris? Dylan. Hey, man, you're in the game. Hey, man. Hey, Hey, man. man. Hey, uh, I'm going to go a little different with this one. I'm going to go Leo Mazzoni, the pitching coach for the Braves. Hey, great pull. Yes, it is. Now, here's a question. We always bust Leo's chops about this. 
when you've got every Cy Young Award winner in the National League. But Leo had a system, and those guys obviously stuck with it, and it was the results speak for themselves. They threw every day, all the time. He never let up on those guys. And what I mean by that is their bullpen sessions, Mike. He made sure you worked on your craft. He was one of the all-time greats, no doubt. Mm. Leo, Leo's around, man. He's, he might be listening today. Such, Who a, knows? such a great guy. Hey, Robbie Tribble's here, Carl Dukes. Yes, he is. And what has he got going on tonight? I don't know. I think I might have a workers' comp claim. <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Well, the the hand sanitizer in there, the nozzle was uh, clogged, so I just pumped it and just exploded all over my face. It looked like um, <laughs> a climactic scene of a skin flick, basically. <laughs> well, I now I know say- what it feels like to be on the receiving end of it, gentlemen. Yeah, I was going to say, you're glistening. <laughs> it burns. It burns. By the way, I wit- I witnessed this. It was quite possibly the funniest thing I've seen all week. So, is that so why you- you're wiping your eyes? Yes, it, it burns, no, man. I looked out. We we're doing the game when we just started. I look over and Tribble literally. He's like he's rubbing his eyes and like he just walked into a mustard gas cloud in World War One. <laughs> why must you eat so much asparagus? I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right, uh, he's coming up next. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bell are oh. up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9, oh. The Game. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> All right, um, oh. tomorrow, Twin Peaks, Kennesaw, Friday show, you know what we mm. do. You know we have a lot of fun and we expect to see you out there. We'll be out there 2 to 7 tomorrow, guys. Our regulars will join us. What I mean by that is our guests will chase down some others as we get ready for this weekend's divisional round of the playoffs. We've had great guests all week talking about these matchups. Mm. Nobody's come on and said any of these games are going to be blowouts. Why would you? Right. With the way that these games have shaped out over the last few weeks, especially wild card weekend. So, and we looked at it. You know, the Jags when they played the Chiefs earlier this year it was a ten point margin of victory for uh, in Arrowhead. I know. I um, I can't wait to give our picks tomorrow as well. Also uh, today, uh, Tyler, not Tyler Dunn. I'm trying to uh, Tyler Sullivan. Sullivan from CBSSports.com. Yes. He joined us earlier today. Go check out the interview. He was talking about all things NFL related and talking about some of the hiring and firing situations that are going on. Hey, Turtle, great job behind the glass. As always, Bo Morgan, executive producing tomorrow. We'll be at Twin Peaks. We expect to see you guys out there. Rob Tribble's coming up next. Mike, let's get out of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, man, the Ravens had their end-of-season press conference today, and their general manager spoke for 45 minutes. Eric DaCosta saying that they will. He is confident get Lamar Jackson's done, deal done, truly believe he wants to finish his career in Baltimore. Now, again, repping himself, how much of that contributed to this and getting sideways. Some people in Baltimore, as I said, Carl, I don't believe this, but they felt that he could have played. We even heard like one of his own teammates, Sammy Watkins, saying he needed to be out there. Either way, they're going to let him pick the new uh, OC. Greg Roman steps down. He was the OC when he got his MVP year. So let's hope they get the right piece. I think this guy needs better weapons. Get him some wide receivers. But first thing first, pay the man. So allegedly, Russell Wilson has reached out to Sean Payton, Mike, through legal channels. He's not trying to do anything backdoor or illegal from the NFL standpoint. Uh, But he would love to have Sean Payton as his next coach in Denver. I don't know if it's going to happen, but if I am Russell Wilson, I'm doing the exact same thing. Sean Payton will have his choice of jobs, and I do think having an experienced quarterback is attractive to Sean Payton going into his next situation, but this is what you have to do. You have to be proactive, and that's what Russ is doing. He was not great this year, guys. (laughs) Put Sean Payton in there. I think it looks differently. Hey, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. If you love the show, you tell your friends. 
you don't. You're not going to be around to hear Rob Tribble explode in your face. DJ now backs up, fires a three. Bang! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.